Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach, an engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And tonight, I am solo, guys. Again, I know you You know I have a lot of guests, but when I'm solo, you know I go in. So let's do it. <laughs> tonight, the topic is good or bad. Your relationship is a reflection of you. And I picked that title on purpose because I knew that there would be people that understand it. And I also knew that there would be some people that kind of raise an eyebrow like mm, me. I've been being treated like crap for five years. I don't know if I'm the reason. Right. So we're going to talk about why you feel like that, because <laughs> there's a reason. So let's talk about a good relationship. Right. Or at least as good as we can perceive it to be, right? Because we know a lot of times we see something that looks good. It's really not good on the inside. But let's pretend that it's a good relationship. That good relationship has two parties in it. And hopefully both people have learned over time or through each other how to communicate, you know, how to how to kind of tread a little lightly um, in certain, certain uh, conversations or communication, even in the argument knowing how to kind of ping pong off of each other and know each other's strengths and weaknesses and all that good stuff, right? Because you learned over time and you've applied those things that you've learned and now you've kind of implemented that and your relationship looks and feels good and it's healthy. And that's a reflection of the work that you've done to get to that point to be able to make that relationship work. The other party, the other person, your mate, they're doing the same thing. So it works, right? They're doing in their own way. It's working, right? And that's a reflection on your ability to recognize, you know, someone that's supposed to be with you. Then you taking the time to learn them. It's a reflection on your ability to do that. Right. But here's what I really want to hear about the bad relationship. We're talking about trauma. We're talking about toxicity. We're talking about dysfunction and we sit in it. And what we do as humans, um, whether we do it consciously or subconsciously, we all want to be the superhero in the story. We don't want to be the villain. We're not the villain. You know, people, when they get out of relationships, they normally, you know, somebody say, well, what happened? Oh, it was their fault. Oh, they did this to me and I had to leave. And nobody really knows what really happened. But that's the story you want to tell. Because you don't want to look like you're the person that caused all the problems. Right? So if I'm the hero in my story, does that mean I'm absolved of responsibility for what happened? I need you to catch that just because I'm the, the hero in my mind. Does that mean that I get away clean with responsibility for what happened? So let's dig a little deeper. So let's say that you're in a toxic relationship and your significant other. Hey, let's do this. <laughs> let's say your significant other's name is Billy. <laughs> The return of Billy, guys. If you don't know who Billy is, you're going to have to go back a few episodes and run through these things. Let's say your 
partner's name is Billy. Billy treats you like crap. And it's been three years. Billy's always treated you like crap. He doesn't really communicate with you well. Kind of belittles you a little bit sometimes. Don't really pay attention to you. Make you feel like you're less than a human. And it's three years. Billy's a bad person, right? Horrible. Treats you like crap. You're a victim. But where you need to go in your head is I allowed it. I sat back for three years and I settled for feeling like that every day. Billy didn't force you to do that. You did that. And so the thing that I want to stress tonight in these topics that we cover, we talk about, we always talk about self-love and we always talk about self-care, but we very rarely talk about self-evaluation, evaluating your behavior, evaluating how you feel and understanding that it comes from a place. And if you continue to allow someone to treat you like crap, is it really that person being horrible or is it you accepting the treatment? Now we can say maybe you came from a place where you were broken and you don't know how to leave and you're not strong enough to leave. If you're not strong enough to leave and you have some things that were in your past that's broken, that has nothing to do with Billy. I'm going to say my famous statement. That's a you problem. That means even when you leave Billy, you're still that person. That's a you problem. And people don't like to hear that. Doesn't mean Billy gets off the hook. But if Billy going to be bad, he's going to be bad. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Because this this little thing that we hang on to because we're so emotionally charged. It's one word that we hang on to for dear life when we in these relationships. Hope. You hang on to hope for dear life. I hope Billy's going to change. I hope he'll be the person that I met on the first date again. I hope, I hope, I hope. That things will get better. And two more years go by and they didn't. I hope I hope things will be better than they were. Billy didn't change. And guess who else didn't change? You. I'm going to say it again. That's a you problem. <laughs> it sucks to think about it that way. But it's true. Now, people can say, once again, and it's going to sound very familiar, but people can say, well, I, I, I treated him good and he treated me bad. And yeah, you're factually correct. But did you sit and take it for 10 years? And now you're wondering what the hell's going on. You already knew that on year one. Let's, let's, let's pretend you knew it on year three. You found out on year three, Billy sucks. You're in year 10 now. Is that a Billy problem? <laughs> or is that a you problem? 
Think about it. Self-care, self-love, self-evaluation. And that self-evaluation needs to happen when you're in a relationship and when you decide to leave, you need to do it again because you don't want to repeat history. We don't do it, but we need to because who wants to keep making it a you problem over and over and over again? Because like I've said on other shows, I've said on my show, if you are making habitual mistakes, you cannot blame it on bad people. You can't. Because evil bad people are a constant in society. They just exist. Maybe there's something happened in their childhood. Maybe they, whatever. They, they here. And guess what? We get fooled by them. We meet them. We fall in love with them. And then there's that moment where you're like, oh, that didn't feel right. I hope that doesn't happen again. I hope, I hope that person gets better. Because I ain't like, oh, that, oh, he did it again. Oh, uh, another one. Oh, no. He been doing this for two years. That's a you problem. Well, I wanted to say it, but he's not a good communicator. And I don't. I would say that. <laughs> I sound like a broken record tonight. <laughs> That's a you problem. Right? Do you think about it like this? Let's say you're a woman and you met a guy. And when you met him, he had all these qualities that you liked. But he was a horrible communicator. Didn't really look out for your best interest, but everything else was cool. So he was like, might as well. Because I hope those other things will change. I can work with him. Two years later, when you find out he's a bad communicator, he didn't change. That's a you problem. These are all things that you can find out. Communica communication skills? You can find that out early. We don't want to. Because we all we all in our feelings. I like them. Oh, it feel good. Oh, that hug. Oh, that hug is amazing. Can I get another one? Then boom. I'm in a situation ship. How'd I get here? Oh, I can't leave. That's a you problem. When you go, when y'all go to bed tonight and y'all close your eyes, all y'all going to hear is that's a you problem. <laughs> Let me get to some of these comments. <laughs> Michelle Ford said, not Billy. Yeah, Billy, Billy's going to, I think he's going to be a reoccurring character because he don't go anywhere. He's always around. Um, Jesse Love says, I allowed it over and over. Been there. And Jesse also says, nah, I don't go years. Months was too long. Exactly. Let, let's let's really, really, really keep it real. A lot of the stuff where we could have kind of veered 
away from, we saw it early. There's there's some cases where you don't know what's going to happen, but a lot of times we see it and we ignore it and blah, blah, blah. So if you saw the red flag and you ignored it, it may be because, you know, whatever is going on in your head, in your heart or whatever. But when you when you when you do the accounting <laughs> and you chose to ignore it. A bad person going to be bad. If you choose the bad person, is it their fault or yours? <laughs> so let me go to some of these other comments. Um, effective marketing and networking says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't put the blame on you. J. Cole, effective marketing says, do people not change? And can people really learn to be better communicators? So to answer your question, people can change. We're, we're all people who are capable of changing. And your second question is, can, can people really learn to be better communicators? So here's my blanket statement for that, right? And this is what I have to tell my clients and people that I coach all the time. Everyone can be helped. But you have to be willing to take direction to get the help. If you're not a willing participant in the healing and the solving of the problem, then no, that person will not be a better communicator ever. But if you're willing to, as I like to say, get over yourself and know that you need to change, then there's a, then there's redemption on the other end. The problem is, is that we get into relationships with these people that show no signs of wanting to change. And we hold on to hope, hoping that they're changed, but the behavior is still the same. If you say, I'm in love, we're in love, head over heels in love. We got the feels. I would do any, I would walk through fire for this person. That's my baby. And then your baby says, you hurt my feelings today and I, I don't like the way you communicate. And then the other person says, okay, I'm going to need you to get over that. They're not willing to change because they didn't even look at the fact that you over there crying and hurting. It, it, it didn't, it didn't force them to say, well, that person said they don't like the way I communicate. How can we, how can we compromise and figure out how this doesn't happen again? If that person isn't constantly trying to figure out like, why are we doing, then you, you might be, it might be an uphill battle. Might need to get a third party to come in and say, hey, guys, look, this go left this time. Go right. This is this is y'all don't see this, but this is what it is. That's why I do what I do. It's it's sometimes it's hard to see when you're in it. And like I said, if the person is willing to try to work on it, then there's some light at the end of the tunnel. But how many people, you know, that are in super dysfunctional relationships? That. And, and I'm saying on a large scale, people that are on, in dysfunctional relationships, most of the time they be in their own head. And remember I told you at the top of the show, everybody want to be the superhero. So even the person that's doing the bad feel like they don't feel like they're, they're the, the, the villain. Those of you that are, and I talked about this on a long time ago on the show, those people who are into like reading comics, 
A lot of times the villain is thinking they're doing a good thing. They may blow up some stuff and, 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 and kill some folks, but they think they're killing those folks for a greater cause. The person that's hurting you all the time, it's so ingrained in them that they, you know, they'll say, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, number 4,000. At some point, there has to be some growth. And if there is no growth, if there is no compromise, what's the definition of love? Do they really love you? Like, you know how it says in the in the um in the little Hallmark cards and stuff? Like, is that real like at what point seeing your partner in pain doesn't even phase you? And I know I'm I'm gut punching some folks right now, but this is just how it is. And I'm human. Sometimes we be in our own little whatever, and sometimes it takes an event or something to kind of check us. But if you never, and I repeat, never try or want to change, even in the midst of your partner being hurt, who are you? Now, you could say, I'm not attached to them and I'm not in love with them, and that's why I don't care. That's cool. But that other person think y'all in a relationship. So I don't know what, you know, <laughs> so I'll never say people again, just to wrap that point up, I'll never say people are um, not able to ever turn it around. But you got to be a willing participant to do that. And you take people that are like narcissists and people like that. Good luck. It could happen. But how many years are you going to wait for that hope to kick in? Six months, two years, five years, 15? Are you just going to settle for being miserable? It sucks. A lot of us make that decision. I've made that decision before. I might as well just sit in it. At least I know what's coming. Stick with the devil you know. Don't want to see if anything else works because this is what I'm used to. That's a you problem. It's hard for us to hear it. But it's a you problem. If you complain about being miserable, but you choose to stay in a miserable situation and not and have the other person not care that you're hurt. You're making a conscious decision to feel like that every day with that person. I, I don't care if you've been together for 10 years or five years. You're accepting pain from a person that don't give a damn that they dishing it out and you cool with that but here's the human factor once you in love and you have emotions and attachment tied up everything i'm saying tonight really don't mean <laughs> excuse my language don't mean shit to you because you in love who am i to tell you to to go find happiness <laughs> I, I, I'm just a dude on the show. I don't, but at some point, you're going to be sitting at home crying, talking. I wish, I hope things get better in two years. And most of my audience, we not 20. How many more years are you willing to do that? You're going to be walking around somewhere with a walker talking about, I'm still waiting. 
Funny, not funny. <laughs> I, that's that's as bet. That's the probably the best I can do with that. It's tough. I've made that decision before too, just to sit in it and deal with it. Because here's the thing, right? Because I'm not gonna keep you guys too much longer. Here's the thing. This is what you gotta realize. Not necessarily when you're in a relationship, but when you're when when you're at a point where you're kind of nurturing one and trying to become something. When you have the honeymoon stage, when you have those moments where it's just pure bliss and it felt good and you went on vacation, and it was amazing and the sex is amazing and the everything is just these moments we make those moments and let's 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 quantify it let's say those good moments are 20% of your relationship and the other 80 is hell that 20 means way more to you than the 80 that's why you stay cuz you hope that 20 will at least grow to 40 if it grows to 40, then I'll be all right. But this 20, oh, it's just that 20% of good. I just, it's hurting my heart. But it felt so good. I don't want to leave. I don't want to lose that 20. So I got to stay. That 20 means everything. That 20 gives you hope. 20% 10 years in. I don't know. You know how people always say the good outweighs the bad? No, the bad outweighs the everything. And that's a you problem. We talk about battered, you know, people and domestic violence and all of that, right? It's egregious and I hate it. I'm disgusted by it. It's hard to leave. People are threatening to kill you and all of that, right? But if you go back in time, There's something. And we got those emotions. And we let that 25, that 20% override everything. And we got to take accountability for what we let come in our path, what we let come in our heart. That's why the healing is important when you leave these relationships. Because who in their right mind wants to get into two more relationships later and still be devastated each time? And think about this. Every time you leave a relationship unhealed and you get into another one, it takes a part of your soul out. It takes a part of your character out. And you still smiling and trying to say you good. You're not the same. You're not the same anymore. You're broken, literally broken. And broken people find enablers. They find other broken people. They bond each other's traumas. And you go through that 20 percent as a broken person. And it feels amazing. That other 80 to a broken person. Why I care about that? I got 20. 
I was at zero before I met this person. It's important for you to evaluate and realize that you need to make better decisions. And if you don't know how, then you need to seek help. This is grown up Derek talking. This not 25 year old Derek talking because 25 wouldn't even listen to this conversation. I'm trying to deliver it to you in a way that sticks so that not just you, but you may see someone that you know and you be like, whoa, wait a minute. That's a you problem. And then maybe that person can hear that and say, okay, I need this. I can't keep doing this. But if we don't reach out and try to help each other and try to see what's going on, it's a lot of misery out here. A lot. And you guys have seen it. See it online every day. See it in person every day. And you're like, if only they communicated better, their relationship would work. If only this would happen. There's these little things that become big things. And then you have to say, well, if I let my husband curse me out every time we argue and it hurts. And I never tell him that it hurts. If I'm a man and I feel emasculated four days out of five, but I got to shut up. That's a you problem. And you're going to have to figure out how to communicate better. You're going to have to figure out how to let your partner that you love know how you feel. And if you say, well, they don't care how I feel. You're deciding to be with that person that doesn't care how you feel. I need you to hear that. Hard pill to swallow. It's a big watermelon sized pill to swallow. You are in a relationship with someone who doesn't give a damn about how you feel and you're cool with that. For life. Hey. So, so to these, uh, well, Michelle says that 20 is going to dwindle down. Exactly. That 20% of honeymoon phase and all these little good little moments. And you got to think about it like this. And I hate, I, a slight tangent, right? Think about it like this. When you're broken down in a relationship. And the other person knows that they hurt you, but they didn't change. But they're attached to you, so they don't want you to leave. They're going to throw some honeymoon like things in the middle. So that you can shut up. So it gives you the guise that that 20 became 30. But did their behavior really change? Or did they just buy you a new pair of shoes or take you out on a vacation and come back and they the same person? And humans make mistakes. We all do. But when you never try to do better and be better, who are you? That's a life lesson. Forget relationships. You got to think about evaluating your behavior and what you're willing to deal with. And you got to make sometimes some hard decisions on how to maintain your peace and happiness. But if you choose to stay. 
as I close. Does a bad person have to change? Or do you have to make smarter decisions? That's it. And that's all. So <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to let that sizzle in your spirit a little bit. Let it marinate. You need somebody to hear this conversation, share and invite this with them. Tell them, listen to the whole thing. Um, the audio will probably be up uh, maybe by Friday. Um, so stay on the lookout for that so you can listen to it and, and re-listen to it if you need to. Um, and make sure that you go to relationshipgumbo.info. The Patreon info is going to be there on Monday. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. You guys want to coach in the pocket? I got, I got you on that. You got to support that Patreon. Come in, and we're going to be doing stuff literally every week. The podcast is just a piece. The rest of it is just like, you got to think about this. You guys come and hear the podcast. You like it. You love it, right? The podcast is like if you had a steak dinner with mashed potatoes and like some broccoli, it, the, the the podcast is like one like one block broccoli floret on the plate. Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> so please stay tuned. I got I got some stuff coming. Um and when you go in there and you subscribe to that Patreon, I'm gonna give you my all. I'm gonna make sure that you guys really get what you need to get. If you like tonight's show, listen to all the other ones and then come in and say, I want more, but I want more stuff that's catered to the things I want to hear about. And then you get in there and you inbox me and say, hey, Derek, I need to hear about ghosting. I need to hear about whatever. And I'll make it happen. It's what I do. So on that note, I'm going to end the podcast portion. Thank you guys for coming. And have a great night. Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this, ayy. Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo.